the world is a fine place and worth fighting for. I agree with the second part. We're on express elevator to hell. You want to be a big bad guy, Christopher? I want your blood. I want your soul. Top of the food chain and dinner is served. Stop defending him, Sean. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. It's all right to be afraid, David. Because this part won't be like a comic book. Welcome to Earth. Question. Let's hear it. Before, before a trip that you have to go on where you're going to be, like a road trip where you're driving, uh-huh. what do you do to avoid, to or try to reduce the amount of times you have to go to the bathroom? And like some people go, oh, I pee before. You know, I go on the trip. Um, do you do anything? Do you have any plans for that? Do you not care? Do you let the wind take you where the shit goes? Um, I guess I usually try to pee first. I also, um, uh, make sure I have plenty of snacks and, like, drink something to drink, usually an energy drink of some kind. Okay. I make sure I have my Adderall, you know? Okay. You think that makes, keeps you a little bit from going so much? Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a good plan that I like to do so I like to make sure I don't have to go at all or minimally as well and mine comes days before preparation so generally what I do is I scout out the things that um, hurt my stomach the most a couple days before and I consume them um, (laughs) so that I literally shit everything out of myself in the days before so it's like cleansing yeah I'm like empty and it's like it's not a healthy cleanse. It's no. a dirty cleanse. Um, <laughs> it's a quick and dirty cleanse, yeah. It is, but it I, I empty everything out, um, and then I'm good to go. No, I, I don't actually do that, but for some reason, uh, the last few times I've gone on trips, I've had this sort of happen. And I haven't even... I didn't eat anything this week that's triggering. I don't go after... Like, Chick-fil-A is completely cut out of my diet, as I've mentioned before, because it is just destructive. At least they're spicy chicken. It's destroyed and physically and so sociologically because they're that's, you know they hate gay that's, people. That's that's true. I I also you know um you know that that's a little lower on my totem pole. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's it's all a reason to fucking hate them. Uh, but since I'm going on, I'm only driving up to Phoenix on Friday, so I'm not really worried about it. Um, but I always have that fear of having like insane diarrhea, like in the middle of nowhere. I've n ne- I don't think I've ever actually had it happen in right. all my years. Uh, have you ever had that happen? Like uh, to- not that not that it comes to mind, but that does sound like a fucking nightmare. Yeah, so I just I I I try to prepare for that because I almost had that I feel like coming back from California. Mm-hmm. And it was almost as I was it was counting the you know, I was like, oh, okay, where's the rest stop? 20 miles, and my stomach did the first cycle, you know, turn, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. But fortunately, when I got there, it was like it was a, it was like a false alarm. But uh-huh. when I passed it, my stomach was like, I don't know, you, you should have gone. Oh, and then it no. was fine, though. It was fine. Like, it just, like, my will, my will to survive pushed me through, and I ended up probably not going to the bathroom except for peeing, like, once, so, you know. I just imagine you, like, thinking you're cool passing the restaurant now you're in the middle of the de- of the california slash arizona desert and you have nothing around except for you and your f- terrible stomach pain shooting out your uh, ass oh god i would you know when you get to those um the wind farm 
Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Are there bath are there bathrooms in there, you think? Uh, <laughs> I mean I would pull I imagine, up to one. Yeah, like I said to one of those gigantic <laughs> windmills and yeah. It's at the top. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's on one of the blades. It's you it's a moving oh. bathroom. <laughs> oh, I could I could get in get down with that. Um all right. Well, uh so uh welcome to oh, guys yeah, well, we're screwed. Uh what was that? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, welcome to guys we're screwed. You know, I'm Sean. Uh, I'm David. Let's ask Chris your question, Sean. Uh, Chris didn't answer yet, so I know, I know, I forgot. I'm sorry, Chris. I, I sometimes skip over you very quickly. Chris? <laughs> oh Chris. shit, he's not here. Oh, oh damn, he just. Fuck. I forgot he had that thing to do. Um, he had he yeah. had a secret he had a secret mission because he's actually a CIA spy, so he had to go uh, kill someone in a foreign country, probably. Uh, probably on a wind farm. I'm thinking, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that's that makes the most sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry guys, Chris is not here today, but we do have a topic, uh, sort of. I mean, it, it is a topic. I have three stories. Today I actually, I kind of drew a little inspiration from David's last uh, topical uh, sewed the Dyatlov uh, Pass incident, only because it had a little bit possible, possibly about aliens in it. Um, I also remembered my Fermi Paradox sewed. That's my alien sound, sorry. Oh, there you go. No, that's cool. Um uh, I was I was vacillating between something space related and ETs. Um, I just decided to land on the idea of abductions, and like we talked about Betty and Barney Hill before a little bit, and even considered opening that up and delving a little more into it, which I might still. But Betty and Barney Hill uh, once again mixed couple, uh, king and queen. Uh, that's know, true. Uh, goals, yeah. Back before it was um, cool to do. Uh, I think it was always cool, but like that was a joke. It was, it was, I know I was trying to say, kind of, kind of, kind of. Don't don't take that the wrong way. Yeah, it only became uh, cool in like 2016. So yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I guess frowned upon is mm-hmm. is uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know yeah not mm-hmm. not not by me. Don't 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 get twisted. Yeah, they were the point is they were a brave couple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and then after so looking at a lot of other options, I first landed on a guy named Whitley Stryber. I don't know if you ever heard of him before. Um, okay, I'm actually surprised, but I'll and I'll kind of explain why. But um, before I go into this, I'm considering making it a thing to maybe talk about like crazy abductions that there are. Uh, listeners, if this sounds intriguing, let us know. If not, fuck you. I'm doing it anyway. I also came to realize, yeah, and that was a, a gentle fuck you. I, I don't mean fuck you, fuck you. I just mean fuck you. <clears throat> it was a friendly you. fuck you. Um, exactly. Uh, I came to realize uh, that doing to do an episode on him alone, I would need to read the entire book he wrote on this and I'm good. Uh, (laughs) Maybe one day, but um, there's there's specific reasons behind this once I started learning more of his story. Um, Also, for interest of time, this episode will now cover actually three abduction stories, um, all with varying levels of ridiculousness. Uh, You be the judge. We're going to do the dumbest one first. Um, and then I will say that maybe the th- like the themes of these might be like ridiculous ones, which would be more this one, and then uh-huh. other episodes might be more uh, like serious, like more believable ones. I guess. Okay. okay so, so if, uh, if we're doing this, are you going to be Rob and I'm Big Black? Is that what's happening? Because um, I'm Chanel West the, Coast. I'm the, Chanel the, West Coast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I I just I giggle a lot and that's it i'm not gonna if that's the case i'm done talking you're gonna have to read this rest of this thing for me um just kidding not saying she's dumb i'm just saying she doesn't talk a lot you know yeah Uh, or i'm 
Oh God. Okay. Well, neither, so, neither does big. Neither does big black. That's because he's dead. So I was just gonna say, <laughs> like, it'd be funnier if you were like, neither does big black. You don't know that he's dead, and I have to explain it to you like, <laughs> over the episode. Um, this is the big black episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, sources I did wiki and. I, I, it was a kind of a spattering of small synopsis articles for for uh, Whitley's book. Uh, it was impossible to find a full synopsis on that for some reason, and um, like I said, I didn't want to read it. And then I I went to other kind of other some other sites. There was also uh, this was also made into a movie. Um, I don't know if I put that in here, but uh, the book that he wrote. But let's just jump into. Whitley Stryber. Uh, who it. is Lewis Whitley Stryber? Uh, this needs to be said up front, but he is a fiction writer, but he mm. also publishes nonfiction. Okay. That, uh, um, I'm, I'm just going to guess, is it possible that his not his nonfiction is fiction as well? Is that, is that, I, is that <laughs> no, no way. Impossible. Uh, okay. um, impossible. He also hosts a podcast called dreamland. Please don't check that out without checking us out first, which if you already are, then just keep listening. Yeah. Um, don't give him more money. Um, yeah, if yeah. he has any, he doesn't need uh, more it, money. It's about aliens, other crazy things. I haven't listened to it, but, you know, maybe I will. Um, he's a 77-year-old guy who was born in San Antonio, went to the University of Texas, Austin, and was also educated at the London School of Film Technique and graduated in 1968. He moved to all, New that York all, City. What? That all cost him $500. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, and alien dollars, too. <laughs> yeah, um, alien dollars, yep. Space, space bucks. Uh, <laughs> space cash. <laughs> space cash, he, yep. He moved to NYC to work in uh, advertising. I've been watching. Um, I started watching Peaky Blinders, by the way, and I keep wanting to say ad- advertisement still. Oh yeah, advertisement. Uh, <laughs> it's getting stuck in my head. Ad- ad- yep. Advertising. Uh, this guy's like. I guess he's too late to be mad. I was thinking he's a real madman, but this. I guess madman mm-hmm. was like late fifties, early sixties, so he's a little bit late for madman. Yeah, definitely late. Um, and then he actually uh, left to pursue writing in 1977. See, David, you don't have to give up on your dreams. That's true. That's, so, so he was like, he's he's probably like, well, he's probably like in his 40s at that point. Okay, cool. So like, I yeah, still have yeah. time. You still have time. You know, if the podcast doesn't work out. Yeah. Uh, but that should be your main focus for now. Uh, so, <laughs> over your family. Uh, his, <laughs> his best known works are The Wolfen and The Hunger. Uh, both of which are fiction and were made into films as well. I mean, even David Bowie, I guess, was in the Hunger film. Wow! If, um, if, if I have a son, I want his middle name, middle name to be Wolfen. Wolfen. <laughs> yeah, David Wolfen just... Brown Jr. Oh God, no! Woo! Um, <laughs> he's also uh, very well known for the book I've been referring to. It's called Communion, uh, which is a nonfiction, supposedly about his abduction. They made it into a movie. Um, Christopher Walken's in it. I think he plays. I've heard uh, of it. I've never seen it. Yeah. Okay. Eighty nine came out in eighty nine, and and some people say it's better than the book, but uh, I I, I'm sure it's not that good. Um, Better than the 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 writer, the auteur writer. uh, I think auteurs for movies, but like the the artist writer, uh, uh, Lewis Whitley Schreiber. I'd never heard of before. I doubt it. Okay, I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, you'd be surprised. Uh, it's, it's important to mention that while most people would perceive the book as an account of alien abduction, Stryber actually says he never wanted to draw that distinction. Uh, instead his account was just, uh, about being abducted by what uh, he called the visitors. Oh, so 
So yeah, now yeah, you're thinking, well, what the fuck else would anyone think? Though? <laughs> like, like I, I just find it interesting that he would go out of his way to mention that. I, I don't remember any accounts of abductions actually having the uh, abductees saying things like that. At least not till later. I, I guess in the book, there's a book, another book he wrote uh, called The Key. He pushes more heavily the alien idea. Also, there's a follow-up book to Communion directly following it up. Uh, about this story too so they're like two linked books um i think it's called transformation or something like that um there's plenty of skepticism surrounding his story and i'd say rightly so Uh, i believe in aliens myself but i don't ever think an abduction story is ever going to make me go oh yeah there's irrefutable proof uh for like any non-believers out there um and by the end of this because we did talk about betty and barney hill and, like, there's stuff about their story that is, like, weirdly convincing. I know that there's yeah. also stuff that, that, like, makes it, in, like, that casts doubt upon what they're saying. But there's, like, weird stuff that, like, unless they were, like, planning this for months. Like, how, like you know what I mean? There's stuff that they, like, did yeah. in the moment that should seem impossible. Unless, but yeah, I, yeah, so the, it, it, it's weird. Well, especially because their story is, they're one of the one of the earlier ones. You yeah. Know, uh, <clears throat> the story and a lot of these other ones are like, okay, well, fuck. I mean. You yeah, know, you could, you could, like, like it's it's weird to, if if they're one of the first, why do that? You know what I'm saying? Like later, I right. understand because of their story, people are like, oh, this is, it's like, it, it's like, you know, they made it really mysterious and stuff, and yeah, people want to be that person, but like that's It'll why a big reason why, yeah. exactly, that's why theirs is more believable because like, why would these fucking people make this up? Yeah. Um. But anyways, so. Uh, by the end of this, you can make the judgment call. Uh, and for any of these, uh, is Stryber crazy? Is he a liar? Or did he He's get a his booty? He's a fucking liar. Like, he better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I just, I just saw your joke. I just saw okay. his right <laughs> Sorry. Uh, or did he get his booty hole plucked by little gray space dudes? Um, which, you know, maybe. From yeah. what I have read, uh, a lot of people do say that at the very least, it created a solid fear of like UFOs and abductions in general. So, like, if you ever read the book, or if I ever do, um, I, as an adult, you know, probably won't do the same thing. But if you were to read it as kids, there were some people I saw reading it, uh, talked about reading it, and they said genuinely scared the shit out of them, especially when they would go out to the ca- like cabins and shit, like in the woods alone. Oh, um, yeah, that's 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 just begging for nightmares, right? Um, and, and booty hole plucks. And booty hole uh, plucks, yeah. Well, I'm always begging for those, but yeah. I know. Well, I mean, who, who isn't? Uh, but so, like, as the story goes, he's visited by 3.5. I don't know why I put Three and a half. Why, why did I say it like that? Three and a half foot tall beings. Their faces covered by hoods or large hats. He Creepy. says he had feelings of aggression when he was awakened by them. That's kind of funny because um, it's like, it's like, it's like that. What he's saying is like, yeah, I was really grumpy when they woke me up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like who's not pissed when, yeah. they, when you get woken up? This, someone woke me up in the middle of the night and I got really mad. Like, yeah, that's. I think I would I know. too. I know. So what happened was, is so he's awake, he's pissed. They carry him, three point five foot tall beings. I don't know how this works, but they carry him from his room into another huge. Oh, I did that British style theater uh, sized theater. theater. It's telling me it's spelled wrong, but because I because it's spelled British, yeah. Um, is a it theater is size Any, anything British is wrong, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry, of course. <laughs> uh, theater sized yet dirty and dilapidated room where he is experimented on by these lanky, pale creatures. And oh, yeah, they're wearing overalls. Um, <laughs> just remember that. 
They they have a divine <laughs> smell, a smell or a smell of divine cinnamon and cardboard musk. What the uh, fuck? I know that's really weird. It's it sounds it's so specific that you're like, okay, maybe he's telling the truth. Um, but you could also make that up. And then they take a silver needle, pop it into his head, and I guess his dick hole or his booty Oof. hole, something sexual. Um, then they take him back. And apparently only after hypno- uh, hypnosis sessions is he able to remember this and then other encounters he's said to have had, um, nightmares, things like that. He's actually visited <clears throat> again by another being that shows him the end of the world. Uh, the vision, this is like fucking hilarious to me. The vision shows the world exploding, but only because Stryber is trying to resist the entity's psychic powers. You oh. know, it's like, it's like, look what I can do. Um, and, and then, of course, Stryber asks, why me? Why show me this? Well, of course, he's the chosen one. Like, yeah, this what, is what, an, what were you thinking? This is another problem with, like, I mean, I'm not, you know, no offense, Mr. Stryber, but, like, a lot of these, uh, Induction stars like I just don't get what's so special about me. Like probably nothing, dude. Like you, like you were, you were there. Like that's, <laughs> that's the yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know if this guy's just egotistical or stupid. Um, yeah, but but uh, maybe he has some other problems. Yeah. But uh, well, this is funny too. So I mean, everything in this, you're just like, okay, dude, whatever. Like the the hypnotist uh, he visits also brings about his quote great truth that he has been visited uh, by being since he was 12 and oh, he'll shit. keep being visited by beings so it's like that's that's weird but yeah. i mean is that even true you know what i mean like right and and then in his book he describes all his nightmares all the meanings and then he's also pretty dang upset that people uh think he is implying aliens but again he's just like no i'm just i'm just saying i don't know what they are i'm yeah, just what saying i don't know. like what else are they supposed to just really short people with overalls and big hats I well they're well, there's another one that's really weird, and you know, I, maybe he was saying that to kind of set the send a message of like, okay, if I say they're not aliens, I'll be more believable. Okay, you know? maybe yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know exactly. Um, and also, communion was a bestseller, I guess, for six months. Uh, Damn. Apparently, though, him saying it was a true story ruined his reputation because he was a fiction writer. You know. Yeah. So don't do that, Dave. Yeah, okay, I won't do that. I'll, I'll, just, I'll, I'll talk about how my friend Sean was abducted by aliens, and then they'll say, hey, Sean's still alive, and then I'll have to abduct you and kill you so that no one finds out. No, he's gone, guys. I don't, the aliens took him. That's fine, because it's not about you. It's you know, As long as you make it about not not about yourself, people will believe yeah. you. Okay, cool. No one believes the people telling the story. Okay. Uh, and then so there's another visitation he talks about. Um, and so it goes, he was visited again the night of June 6th in 1998, in the Delta Chelsea Hotel. Um, also, I want to... Hold on real quick. I'm checking something here. Um, no, I did say something. Okay. Make sure I didn't miss something. Um, he says he got up to go to the door thinking it was a service waiter. And there was a five and a half foot tall looking dude in short clothes. So Almost like the, t- the tallest alien they have. Like yeah. The absolute a giant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone about your height. I get it. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Uh, he said the visitor stood motionless by the window. So I'm assuming he like let this dude in and the, the visitor stood motionless by the window for over an hour, basically talking about the idea of a technological sig- singularity, oddly enough, uh, the dangers of creating intel- an intelligence more powerful than the creator. They also spoke about the Holocaust, climate change, the afterlife, UFOs and souls and machines, which I guess ties back to the singularity. He said it was the most extraordinary conversation he ever had. But it's about it's about a uh, lambda. It's about lambda. Oh, oh shit. Oh man. 
Yeah, go back, go back one sewed. Um, and so here, here's the thing too. This is allegedly, I guess, he was tested for like brain abnormalities, um, per his own request. But everything showed normal function. There's several people out there that do believe he has had weird experiences, and maybe so. But the fact that he keeps like claiming these experiences are so common, it kind of takes away the credibility. Because like, yeah, the aliens just keep coming and getting me, man. They keep trying to <laughs> come. That's like, again, he's like a. It's, if he wasn't a fiction writer, it'd be more like believable. And I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying it actually really would be, but it, it would be. To, to some degree, but I'm not. Well, I don't know. Well, the, the the whole brain test thing is such a is such a, a pimp daddy move. It's like they can't mm-hmm. test. For, there's no con artist part of your brain they can look at. Like it just it's right. It is not there. So yeah, it's like yeah, t- t- I'm fine. I just I just want money. So yeah, right. Um, that that's a good point. I mean, because like people are always oh, he just crazy. Okay, it rules out that you're not like you, your brain functions fine. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean you there's no he should have t- well even then you can take a lie detector test i mean those things yeah. are easily beatable and nobody would believe that and, and for the, but, for the uh, record I, i'm coming off as cynical i 100 percent believe his entire story so just to, just to put that out there i'm just i'm playing devil's advocate here but i think okay. that he was objective yeah okay well i was gonna say you believe him because he's insane yeah um like it happened to him in his own head yeah um but it was but aliens are, who put those thoughts in his head Ooh. so are you gonna go you, you're gonna go with a uh, 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 a funny yes, a funny I believe it. I'll one. probably go with I'll probably go with I don't believe it just because of how like how many times you abducted the whole I'm the chosen one kind of feeling to it. I'm just gonna say probably not, but maybe who knows. Yeah, and then I mean he also said later that he said I'm a god. Um, and okay. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. <laughs> um. It's like these, right. these aliens. They want me to be in charge of Earth. So weird. I guess I'm. I guess I'm in charge of Earth now. Yeah. <laughs> They told me um, that uh, I had to get 100 dick sucks a week, and they told me that. 100 <laughs> dick sucks, no, and I, I can't, or the world will explode. Um, what a story, too, to go and be like, you're on like a, you're out in a bar, like, yeah, no, really fucked up. Yeah, no, they told me the dick sucks, the number of dick sucks had to be 100, and I'm only at 57, <laughs> and it's Friday night, okay? Oh, I, shit. <laughs> oh, that's shit, like, I know what I'm using now. <laughs> that, that's like the Cabin in the Woods porn version of this of the story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, we have another dude. His name is Frederick Frederick uh, Valentich or Valentich Valentich. Um, Frederick Valentich. Is it Tish? I don't know. I think I have no idea. I have no idea. French. Um, he was an Australian pilot. Obviously, that like you know, originally maybe not, but yeah, uh, not lineage wise. Uh, he disappeared at the age of twenty over the Bass Strait on October twenty first, nineteen seventy eight. So the flight was to be 25 nautical miles. Um, 125, and, right? What? Did I say 20? Yeah, 125, yeah. my bad. Um, mm-hmm. It's all the same. He doesn't get there. Uh, he was... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, it was a training a, a, a training flight, though. So this is where shit gets like automatically right away. I'm like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. So uh, apparently he was a flying saucer enthusiast, so a virgin, um, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. He only had 150 total hours of flying time. I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. But if he does not like a true pilot, then fine. Yeah. Um, he's flying a Cessna. I can't remember the model, but I, I think I mentioned it once down below. But he's flying like a smaller plane. Um, he had authorization to fly at night, which I guess you have to get. But only when the ground and the sky are visible and like discernible. So in aviation, they call that uh, visual me- meteorological conditions. 
Okay. Um, so there's something now you know if you ever want to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. To give context of what kind of pilot he was or his goals, he tried to join the Royal Australian Air Force, but he was rejected because he did not have the educational qualifications. Imagine that. Um, Imagine a military rejecting someone because they didn't go to college or something like that. Like, <laughs> our, our military will take whoever. Man. Yeah, I know. You can't fly? Here's the keys. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> he. This is interesting. So this is what makes it funnier. He was studying part-time to be a commercial pilot. But he had failed two times in all five commercial license oh. e- uh, exam subjects, right? That's um, 10 and, failures then. Damn. Yeah. And add a few more. The month before he disappeared, he failed in three of those. Um, so I assume that's three tries and basically completely failed each time. And then the last one, he got two of the five. Additionally, he flew into a controlled airspace in Sydney. He got a warning for that. And then twice he flew into a cloud on purpose. <laughs> that just, That's like, so oh. funny. That sounds, like, that sounds like me flying. Like, oh, check this cloud. Check this out. <laughs> yeah, they're telling him he can't go in there. He's like, fuck you. I'm going in. Uh, they're actually considering, him prosecu- considering prosecuting him for that. Um, so his dad, whose name was Guido crazy uh so yeah th- was, this is a uh, this is an australian guy with a german name and an italian father well i i think i think well valentic valentic could be french oh, that's maybe, true or no, maybe. yeah yeah Val- but definitely a, an italian dad's name you know yeah Strange. Um, i mean that could even be italian but i i almost said italian it almost could be italian but um mm. so yeah his dad's name is guido and he was the one that said uh, Frederick was a, a UFO believer, and he was always concerned that they were going to attack him in the sky. Just like, because he was, such, he, he was such an excellent pilot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, we gotta we gotta get him down. He's too good. Uh, his final flight destination was King Island, uh, where he gave mixed stories to people about why he was headed there. Um, he he did not even inform the airport on that island that he would be landing beforehand, which you're supposed to do. <laughs> um, dude just sounds like a moron, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the That's incident really itself is, he told air traffic control that he was being accompanied by some craft about forty five hundred feet behind him. Uh, they told him there was no known traffic at that level. Uh, he said he could see large, uh, a large unknown uh, aircraft with four bright lights. Couldn't say exactly what it was, but that it flew a uh, thousand feet overhead as well at a very high speed. Uh, Valentich said the craft was orbiting him and toying with him, messing with him. It had shiny metal surface, greenish light. Uh, Valentich also said he was experiencing some engine issues, so I was like, oh, okay. Um, His last report back was, it's not an aircraft, after which the transmission was cut off and all that could be heard was metallic scraping sounds. That's terrifying. Um, It sounds really bad, right? But Yeah. I mean, metallic scraping sounds kind of sound like a crash to me. Just, yeah, it <laughs> could be. <laughs> I mean, I'm not yeah. exactly sure, but um, there were UFO reports in the area after the fact, but there were some other explanations that I'll cover in a minute. They actually, so they searched a thousand square miles of the area uh, looking for him, land and see, no evidence turned up. Hold on, hold on, hold on one sec. Sorry, Cabby just walked in. I thought the door was closed. Cabby, get, <laughs> get, get the fuck out. Cabby. The fuck out of there. Okay, door's closed. Okay. He came into the closet with you? No, he's coming to the room. I thought the door was closed. It'd be funnier if, like, you he's just in there with you the whole time. 
and you have <laughs> no just, idea. I'm using I'm using him for I'm, you know, I'm using him for, for sound reduction. That's oh, that's good <laughs> insulation. You just yeah. hear him breathing. Um, but yeah, the investigation was unable to determine the cause, but it was presumed fatal. And in '83, an engine cowl uh, from the same craft he flew washed up on Finder's Island, um, and the, it was part of the same model plane that he was flying. And also, what was did, determined. What, what year did his crash happen? Uh, oh, 78. Okay, 78. it's like five years. Yeah. Uh, t- five years later, okay. It was five years. <clears throat> it was a long time. I mean, it could be any fucking engine cowl. But the the real reason, aside from being the same model, it also was determined that it was probably in the same range of serial numbers that could belong to his craft. So it's it's a... it's Like, I, I don't know how they determine a single piece unless that piece had a serial number on it. Yeah, that's um, creepy, though. But... Yeah, it is weird, and and regardless, I mean, whether or not an abduction would happen, well, it could still mean, you know, if if it wasn't a crash, you could still find engine parts, right? Aliens love yeah. to destroy planes. We all yeah. <laughs> have seen Independence Day. Yeah. Um, he staged his disappearance. This was his one explanation. Um, so a craft was never seen on the radar that it was in the supposed area he said he was in, which was Cape Otway. Uh, and there's actually even reports of a mysterious landing occurring not far from the Cape around the same time. So the official story, though, is that he got disoriented and was flying upside down. Uh, the the lights he saw were his own reflecting off the water. Oh, no. Yeah. The, the Cessna model he was flying could not have flown upside down for very long, though, because it had a fuel system that was gravity fed. Right. So oh, it would, it would okay. fail again, though. Uh, still a problem. Um, and honestly, uh, uh, the dude that flies in the clouds on purpose, he probably wanted to go upside down. <laughs> yeah. He probably didn't know it was gravity fed, um, even though it was his own plane. But the crazy thing is that upside down crashes happen a lot more than you'd think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. I mean, I, I had I had heard about I've heard about them more than I'd like to. Yeah. You know, because people confuse the sky and the sea, I guess. I mean, if you're out in the middle. Well, and like JFK Jr. was trying to do a barrel roll when he when he faked he? his own death, and then he became Q. But yeah. Oh, yeah, that's actually the next guy I'm gonna talk about. It's where you bring him <laughs> up. Um, so, I mentioned the upside down. There's also a variant of this that had been proposed: is that he went into a graveyard spiral, which is where he could have seen like this orbiting craft. I also don't understand though how you don't feel yourself spinning. Um, uh, yeah. It seems I mean, like they would like they'd be like throw up like make you want to throw up yeah or yeah even just the g forces of it, um, yeah, but if it did happen fluid flow would be reduced because of the gravity right the g forces are now changing, uh, yeah. the lights he saw could have been no more than the brightest celestial objects in the sky like the closest planets and stars, so there's there's four they named like Mercury Venus and I don't know maybe Mars at the time and maybe one star so that would maybe say oh that's why he saw four. Uh, lights another one was suicide possibly but that was also very slim like a lot of people don't believe that and then yeah, maybe, uh, maybe he was like maybe he was like depressed but he wanted people to believe so he decided to go out that kind of like a, a, a mcafee suicide or like probably did oh. kill himself but he wanted to like leave a legacy behind you know uh-huh a legacy of one plane part <clears throat> yeah <laughs> and our podcast so, oh shit that's right thank you yeah. uh frederick thank you for your sacrifice uh, yeah yeah, thank you. Uh, and then finally, there's UFOlogists, you know, ideas that he was abducted or his craft was destroyed. Some people did <sighs> report seeing a green light near him, uh, I guess near the crafts and this craft spiraling. So they must have, this is really crazy. So th- this is saying that people saw a plane spiraling in the sky 
and like in the general area and like searching that area didn't turn anything up, which is weird. Um, yeah, that's strange. Apparently the ground saucer watch group, which is a hilarious name, uh, based in Phoenix, Arizona. Hell uh, yeah. AZ. Hell yeah. Uh, a, a plumber named Roy Manifold is amazing name. <laughs> 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 Fucking, uh, took pictures of a very fast craft exiting the water near Cape Otway lighthouse on the day of the disappearance. But, course the pictures are very inconclusive blurry whatever um what's your what's your take on this what, how do you how do you think what do we uh, think i don't know this this i mean the fact that he was an enthusiast is kind of weird but i mean hey i mean it is weird it sounds like he maybe just died and then they, they're finding parts mm-hmm. years later i guess but hey i don't know you know maybe i mean it sounds like he died either way if they found a piece of his plane or supposedly yeah. a piece of his plane but uh i don't know i i, I don't think that I mean, it's tough to say because, like, I, I don't think aliens were, like, fucking with him because why would mm. they? Uh, mm. They haven't, they, like, there's Boredom. no, like, they, yeah, I guess but there's, like, <laughs> there's, like, no, no stories of them them being that aggressive at all, you know? Like, so why was it yeah. just this one guy they're doing that to? Also, it sounds like he liked to go upside down because he, like, do weird stuff. So, yeah, that's, I'm going to say he went upside down and died. Okay. Well, I mean, he was a UFO enthusiast and they knew it. And mm, they wanted to show off for him. Like, yeah, we, or they wanted to shut, they, they wanted to shut him up. Like oh, this guy's getting true. too close to the truth. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like he knows, Guido knows, everybody knows. Yep. Uh, Polly, you know, maybe TJ Polly D knows. We don't know. Polly um, knows. Uh, Chris knows. Um, that's true. You know, uh, obviously, Tony knows. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so I'm thinking maybe uh, Frederick, if you're still alive and you're in hiding, please come on the show. Yeah, we don't um, have to, buddy. You're probably old now. I was going to say you can have your dad come on. He's probably dead, though. Sorry. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, sorry to hear it. It's uh, father, it was just Father's Day, too. That's fucked up, Sean. Oh, uh, shit. That's right. Well, I mean, you, you know how it is. I do. Uh, yeah. the, the last one is a guy named Antonio uh, Villas Boas. And this one's interesting. I, I wouldn't say this one's. I mean, they're all ridiculous, I guess. Um, we'll, we'll do a. We could do a ridiculousness vote at the end okay. with uh, Rob Big Black. Yeah. 23-year-old okay. uh, uh, Brazilian farmer uh, who said he was abducted on October 16, 1957. He was actually one of the first people to have his alien abduction story receive wide attention. Um, this is before Betty and Barney, keep in mind. Uh, he was working outside at night to avoid hot day temperatures. He was plowing fields near uh, South uh, Francisco de Salas uh, when he saw what he said was a red star. It moved closer, and he could make it out to be like a circular egg-shaped craft. Uh, it had a red light in the front and a spinning uh, cupola on top, which is like, you know, uh, fucking the tops of like, I don't know, it depends on the type of architecture, like a dome. A dome is a good okay. way to put that, top okay. of the building. Uh, I think it's Italian. <clears throat> Uh, name for that um that'd be descended- so, real, that, real, real, real fast that'd be so funny if like the dome part of the ufo was spinning and that's the cockpit so they're just always spinning while they're flying like just, just <laughs> impossible to fly like that but it'd be so funny yeah that's how they figured it out that's how, that's how you fly yeah get get in get get on come on get on they land and they're just fucking wobbling around everywhere and you're like all right all right all right i mean we should be able to capture them not them capture us jesus um so uh this this craft had a red light in the front and oh i already said that god damn it 
We already know that. I think I'm a little dizzy. <laughs> Maybe I'm on the <laughs> aircraft right now. Uh, it descended down to the field, extended three tripod-like legs, at which point Boas bolted, took off. Yeah, he hopped creepy. on his tractor to leave. Which <laughs> <laughs> gotta say, man, I I, I think I, you could run faster than that. Yeah, like that's <laughs> well. Fortunately, it died after just a short distance, and he had to run on foot. Tried to run on foot. He was then grabbed by a five foot tall humanoid. Okay, I would push that thing away unless it's yeah. like jacked. Um, it also had overalls on. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is with these overalls? Again, um, second alien with overalls. Uh, it had a helmet too. Um, had small blue eyes uh, and spoke in barks or yelps. Um, oh, Mars Attack style. Yeah, or was da, like da, cat. Da. Yeah. Uh, three more came to overpower Boas because yeah, you probably need at least four to overpower you. At yeah, least four or five if feet. You're tall. Five feet tall. Yeah. Humanoids. <laughs> um, anybody five feet tall, uh, I no, can take no, you on. No, no offense to our short kings out there. We we love you and queens. There's not th- five foot tall women are are perfect. It's the men that aren't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like there's not a lot of five foot tall dudes. I mean, I, there's just not a ton of them. You know. Um, yeah, could be. Can't all be six feet tall. You know. Uh, like me and what you're close and, to, yeah. <laughs> I clear it on a good day. Um, so they they grab him and they take him onto the craft, like I said, and then they strip him down, cover him completely in like this weird gel. Okay, it's um, getting hot. Yeah, well, it, you're going to see. It's probably KY because so they take him into another room. Uh, there's a doorway leading to it. it. has weird red symbols that he somehow memorized and then drew later for investigators. Uh-huh. Uh, I wanted to look into that to see how true that was. So I mean, that's crazy if so. But then again, you know, some. I mean, what the fuck? You're like, yeah, these are the alien symbols. Can't you tell? It's like, Dude, this is like, yeah. there's no way. But uh, in the room, they uh, took blood from his chin for some reason. Uh, I guess it's a good place to take blood from. And afterwards, they put him in another room for 30 minutes. uh, And then they gassed him in that room. And it made him, like, really sick, really ill. And then after that, another humanoid came in. I'm assuming he felt better now. Uh, It was female. And she was a fucking dime, he said. Um, (laughs) It looked similar to the others in terms of, like, a small pointed chin, cat-like blue eyes. She had platinum blonde hair and super red pubes. Um, Really? That was his his testimony? Yeah. She, yeah, she was com- she was completely naked when when she came in. Um, okay. I know, did I already say that? I don't think I said that there. Yeah, she was nude. Um, Boas got super H word, and they clapped. No <laughs> wow. joke. That's what he said. Yeah, he was. He said he got very horny and attracted to her, uh, and they had sexual intercourse. Uh, Weird. She didn't kiss him though, because I mean, you know, you can't kiss on a first date. Um, yeah. Uh, she was like nipping him on the chin. I'd be like, the super with their chins. I don't know. I, I don't care. So, post, post, post coitus, the alien rubbed her belly and pointed up, at which point the Boas took it as a sign that she was going to raise his space babies. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Boas also got upset because he felt like he was uh, just used as a good little stallion. <laughs> it's like, what am I, some kind of cum vessel? It's like, yeah, you are, you son of a bitch. Uh, they gave him his clothes back, and they even gave him like a tour of the ship. They're like, okay, so after fucking, here's the ship. Uh, Pretty cool, right? Here's the spinning <laughs> cockpit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, can't you? T- you haven't been dizzy this whole time? How are you not so dizzy? Um, he he tried to, to steal some weird clock object, like as proof. 
But they're like, no, 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 you, you can't take that. You can't. Imagine them having that argument. It's like, no, I really need to take this. Like, I'm sorry, man. We can't let you take this. We can't let you know that we're re- – and no one can know that we're real except for you. Um, they took him off the ship, and then he watched as it flew away, and this event was like four hours long, I guess. Um, he stuck with his story his whole life. He even became a lawyer, and he died in 1991. Uh, so the aftermath, Boas claimed to have weakness, nausea, headaches, and even lesions on his skin. Um, and there was a dude named uh, Jose Martins who placed an ad in the paper looking for people who had UFO encounters, and he was contacted by Boas. After hearing the story, Jose got in touch with Dr. Oliver Fontes of the National School of Medicine in Brazil, and then he examined Boas and said he was exposed to large doses of radiation and had radiation sickness. Apparently. Damn. So, I mean, yeah, I... I this is all obviously. I don't. I don't know the. You know the, the radiation. The, the, the radiation came from that dime ass pussy guy. That's in space. what I was. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Uh, so among the symptoms mission, uh, mentioned above, Fontes pointed out uh, the lesions were caused by very light touch, which turned to like this red, painful nodule that would ooze yellow discharge. Ugh, I hate uh, the word nodule. Ugh. Yeah, and discharge or yeah. nodules. Discharge is okay. That's, I'm, okay. Used, I'm used to discharge. <laughs> so well, one day you're gonna have a bunch of nodules on there. You have to pop. Uh, just look forward <laughs> to that. Yep. Sorry. Uh, it's gonna happen. It's what happens when you get old. Um, I guess purplish rings formed around the wounds. This went on for months. And this is the crazy thing. So his story came out in 58. It occurred. This thing happened in 57, he said. The first definite print was 62. Um, Also, the fact that he the experience occurred in 57 is important, like I mentioned, since it was far earlier than the Hill abduction that made Encounters famous. Oh, wow. So you're like, well, why would he need to do that? You know what I mean? But there is a few months before Boas spoke about this. There was actually another story that came out that su- suggested Boas may have borrowed details from it. Oh, damn, Boas! So, kind of, you know, we were on a we were on the right path here. Yeah. Um, but fortunately, but so a a big reason why people at the time believed he was telling the truth is because they thought he was too illiterate to make up a story like this. <laughs> That's really fucked up. <laughs> they considered him like a peasant. You know what I mean? Like a dumb yeah. farmer. Uh, yeah, yeah, from a third world country or whatever. Um, but later he became a lawyer. Remember? So yeah. So he moved uh, classes, yeah. Yeah, so and he must have not been that dumb. And now this is one of the funniest things is U- UFOlogists, uh, UFO, UFOlogists use this. I heard, I, heard, I heard it's pronounced ufologist. That's what is I it? Yeah. I can't. I can't. <laughs> That's what I, yeah, I mean, UFO, if you say UFOlogist, oh, I'm sure they may, yeah. Because, no, it makes sense, though, because I go UFO, there'd be another O in there, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like UFOlogists. Yeah. Okay, so ufologists, not a fan, use this mm-hmm. now as an argument. Uh, against the truth or against him or uh, for the truth against him lying as well because now he's a lawyer and he's just too bourgeois to make this up that's so funny so, so he's poor and dumb or he's smart and and too and why would he he's, lie? yeah <laughs> so uh what do you think about this one i mean this one's the one right this is the believable one. Oh yeah yeah this one's pretty creepy since it didn't seem like he really got much other than i mean he became a lawyer so he didn't it's believable because he didn't make his entire life about this single event it seems mm-hmm. like so yeah that's what makes it believable and what about the earliness of it you know <clears throat> yeah that's true and before before betty and barney hill yeah so i mean either a very vivid imagination or you know maybe he got abducted um so what you know uh 
if 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 you were to be any of these guys, you know, who would you be? I mean, I mean probably on. probably the Boas. I mean, he got he got that sweet dime piece. So yeah, space hell yeah. Bus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has space kids out there in, in in space right now, just like fucking tearing shit up. Yeah, hell yeah. Imagine having space kids, and yeah, like you get a call for child support, space support. I don't know, space child support. Uh, just Im- imagine being a father's rights guy for space kids. That's that's the best. <laughs> that's the best one. I mean, like these laws can... all favor the mother in these space court proceedings. <laughs> they right? to, yeah, they get to just take the baby away from me. Yeah, my it's not my, fair. My my, my babies. <laughs> Hey, you're a father now. You really can connect with this guy. You know? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, so I know I'll say I'll apologize in advance too to anybody that still made this through this silly tale. I know it was <laughs> mostly me just talking about aliens, but a lot of the reason was because you know this was a I, a busy week. I had to whip this up. I had to get some content out. Um, and Chris isn't here, uh, so that takes away you know about five minutes of his talking. <laughs> with yeah. the other 40 being mine um this no, wasn't really it. a what i liked it uh, those are three stories i had never heard and um let's, i didn't like it <laughs> for let's do a wrapped it up uh I'll, I'll ask you since you just did a whole bunch of talking i'll, I'll mm-hmm. take the lead for a second do you mm-hmm. think we're screwed by aliens sean like boas yeah like that like no 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 like actually like, <laughs> no not screwed screwed not good screwed but like like end of the world screwed um there's nothing I've seen yet that makes me want to believe that we're screwed by aliens. Um, yeah. I, they don't even like, I've, I've never been creeped out like a lot by aliens. I mean, like maybe a little bit when I was younger, there are certain maybe comics I've seen or certain kind of abductions or maybe the things that, uh, creeps me out more is like more of like an alien, like, doing sexual things or like molesting people like against their will type stuff. That's like more disturbing to me. But like in terms of like aliens themselves are coming into my room to come, you know, take me somewhere. I don't know. I never had that fear of them. So, I mean, maybe that's their plan, you know, but what, what about you? Do you, do you have any kind of genuine fear of aliens? Do you get creeped out by the thought Um, of them? Most alien abduction stories I do find to be pretty creepy because just imagine if it's real. I don't know if it's real or not. Um, but the, I do find most stories about alien abduction to be very, very creepy and just eerie and sort of like a, in a genuine scary way, but also in an uncanny valley way, like the overalls is creepy to me. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, I, I think that we are screwed. I think humans are going to end our world much sooner than any aliens are. Yeah, for sure. By the aliens. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They're going to come down yeah. here and make us end it. Um, yeah, I don't, I, so if you... It, well, I, I asked this question before. Like, if you had, you haven't had any weird experiences, like dream-like things that made you feel. Um, no, but I have. I have. I have a what's it called? I get sleep paralysis every now and then. And I used to think that was like aliens when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But then I found out about like what sleep paralysis actually was, and then I realized it's just me being my brain not being awake or whatever. Yeah, you my mean, body. My body well, that's awake, yeah. not entirely true. The the demon, but um, <laughs> the real real demon. So. <laughs> That's right. There's a real demon following me. Just me, though. Yeah. yeah. No, only when you. He's not there all the time. He's just when just you're sleeping. When, yeah. <laughs> That's that should take. You should take some comfort in that. You know. Yeah. Um, but your sleep only, paralysis. He's, he's only he's only around when you're at your most vulnerable. Don't worry. Yeah, that's fine. But you don't know that until you yeah. or can't wake up. But have yeah. you you've had? I think we might have talked about this before. But your sleep paralysis does entail possibly you do have have had a presence that you thought was yeah there. like just yeah yeah. Every, every time, yeah. Every time. You've yeah. seen it? 
Yeah, well, it's mainly like a silhouette or like a shadowy figure, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Some, I guess I, I guess I haven't seen it every time, but I have seen it, and then when I don't see it, when I'm like face down on my pillow or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel something like in the near, room with me, and it's getting closer. You. Yeah. Even if, even if, uh, like I was gonna say, let's say Lori's gone that night, um, but if she's there, you still feel it's not her you're feeling. Uh, no, it's a yeah, third I think thing. it's a, it's like a third thing, yeah. And then you wake up and she's just standing over you breathing heavily. Yeah. Well, it's like that. It's like that. That I, I'm kind of creeped out because I'm in a closet by myself right now in the dark. But it's like, I, there's a dark right now too. There, there's a new movie called Smile. I saw the trailer today. Oh my god! I just saw that trailer. Yeah, so fucking creepy. And so yeah, I wake up. I wake up and I find I see Laura just smiling at me. And by turn, the way, we turn my we, light we gotta, on right now. We, we gotta see that movie because it looks great. Did you see? Did that the neck thing at the end not fucking freak you out? Yeah, it was pretty fucking freaky. Well, the, the thing is that, that it didn't freak me out because it looked very fake. Because I, I was watching on my phone, so I didn't. Really That's why it was look. weird. Yeah, and so I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I guess it was her head, right? That was what it was supposed to be. Yeah, and the neck yeah. was like pencil thin. I went back yeah. and slowed it down, and I was like, "It creeped me out more when I paused it." Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm good. I'm not gonna pause it, but yeah. So. That's we'll do an episode on, on the movie Smile and see if it's actually scary. But yeah, okay, maybe I will pause it and see what it looks like. You should pause it right now in the dark. <laughs> and then... <laughs> no, I'm... All right, thanks okay. for listening, guys. You're screwed. I think it's fucking in this closet. Um, you can always email us at gwscreed at gmail.com. Our Patreon is uh, www.patreon.com. Backstage guys are screwed. If you're listening, please just give us a review on whatever you're listening to. You know, that'd be great. We would very much appreciate it. Uh, it might help me from not being killed in this closet. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean, what's mm-hmm. your deed? He needs a legit studio. Um, yeah. My deed is my Instagram is Dean underscore Savis. And uh, there's something in the room with me and it keeps smiling at me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Just, just, just go say hi, Sean. Uh, bye. Later.